The following program was brought to you by Yodokali, keeping it weird since 1997. Oh. Who's that? Who are you? You're not allowed to be in here. Hey, yo, somebody get their grandma. Huh? Ah! Ah! Now nah, you gotta do it like this. What's Up is back with another two hours of fully youth-produced content, tapping into the matters and concerns of youth in Chicago. As well as all the crazy, wacky, tea-sipping, gossip-spilling, weird shenanigans that we, youth, get up to. Listen to your own risk, because your mind might explode. The chances are low, but never zero. So strap in, and let's get into the show! What's up? You're listening to WLPN LP, Chicago 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio. And we're broadcasting live from Studio B in Bridgeport. My name is Diego, and I got some beautiful people here with me. Denise, Kayla, and Mary. And today, we're going to be discussing all the lows and the highs and the roads and the rides of our personal lives. And we're going to start it off with a beautiful soundscape from Mary. And after that, we're going to discuss about balancing stress with Kayla. And then we're going to take a trip back to the past and read some notes to our younger selves with Denise. So we hope you stay tuned in to this Too Stressed to be Blessed show. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful evening, whenever you're hearing this. Uh, yeah.
I want to start off with just a couple of things. Um, I want to make sure you guys know that um, I'm updating Aries at the end of the week every week. Um, and even if you're turning stuff in late, like after I've updated Aries, um, I'm still getting it in there pretty quickly after you turn it in. Okay, that was a beautiful soundscape by Mere. Um, can you give us a little bit of details about your day? Um, yeah, so that was typically about my Mondays. Um, <clears throat> usually I have, like, class. Or, like, I try to wake up and make myself, like, breakfast. And then I have a gate, too, in my house. So I, I was trying to implement that. And then um, mainly, like, about my day, like, on Mondays, like, I go to school and then, like, I knock out. And I usually set a timer for myself. That doesn't work out, though. But, yeah, thank you for telling me that my piece was nice. Yeah, that was very beautiful. And um, to move forward, uh, let's talk about, since you're talking about school and how, like, students, like, have their stress in their lives, um, I'm going to list out a few facts. According to Research.com, the first fact is, according to Anxiety and Depression Association of America, 80% of U.S. students report feeling stressed sometimes or often, while 34% felt depression. And according to UNESCO monitoring, 78% of homes with American high school or college students reported educational disruptions due to COVID-19. And of these students, 80% admitted to suffering from increased stress due to these disruptions. So these facts are just going to introduce our conversation. And I just want us to all talk about what stresses us out as, as students. Yeah, so just a quick note, though, I think it'd be great if everyone could just say hi and a name real quick. Hi, my name's Denise. Hello, my name is Mede. Hi, my name is Sebastiana. My name's Kayla. And my name is Diego. Well, one thing that stretches me out since I'm a high school student, um, I would say like the assignments, you know, like every day, every like every assignment is turned in and it's like uh, like the dead end is like every day, you know, Um but balancing out um, has been a bit easy now. But what what about everyone else? For me, it was most definitely the transportation because I had to wake up extra early to go to school. And I don't go to school right now, but I do go to work, and I got to wake up like an hour and 30 because I have to bike it to work. So that always kind of stresses me out. Yeah, no, that's, that's very valid. I think when I uh, went to high school particularly, it was about a hour-long drive and it's not really even an hour long it was uh an hour because of all the traffic you know everyone's trying to get to and from school so when that would happen of course i think that already stresses you out a little bit to begin with and takes away from your time i would try to do homework during the ride to school so that was always really hard to kind of cope with 
Yeah, for sure. For me, too. And this kind of introduces a little bit of what Diego was talking about and what you talked about. Like, do we, what are our other responsibilities? And do we have other jobs? Do we have uh, extracurriculars? Do we volunteer anywhere? If anybody would like to talk about that a little bit. Um, for me, well, for school, I also have, like, robotics and, like, student console. So sometimes it could be, like, extra difficult for me to balance it out, too. Because not only do I, I have to obviously do Yo Locali, but I also have to do robotics at the same day so sometimes it could be like hard to balance but so far i've gotten the hang of it what about everyone else yeah i can go next um so right now i am 24 and i do have a full-time job of course but when i was in college and high school i was always part of all these different programs you could think of in college particularly i was part of the latino org on campus i was part of student council i was you know, doing work study on the side as well with a program called the Bonner Scholar Program, where we were able to travel around the Twin Cities um, in St. Paul, Mini, in St. Paul slash Minneapolis, uh, out in Minnesota. So that was always really fun to do, but also, again, pretty hard to manage your time as a student with all of your classes. Well, I never really showed up to class. I used to go to YOLO to work on my videography thing and photography. So I wasn't really ever stressed because I used to automatically cut out school and all those assignments. Mm -hmm. Well, at least I passed, but that's about all. I didn't really like class. So it never really stressed me out. Yeah, that's a little bit how I felt when I was in high school. Um, I used to miss a lot of days when I was in high school. Now my life is a little different because uh, I'm in college and I try to make sure that I attend every single class that I have. And I also do photography. So um, I feel like sometimes I do get a little stressed out with transportation, kind of like what you t touched up on. Like for me, it takes like 30 minutes to get to school. And then like sometimes it takes 30 minutes to come back and then go to your locale. And it's like, I feel like... That's just something that I'm kind of learning about, like how to time management better with my transportation so I can make sure I could get to where I need to be, like on time. Yeah, I got to definitely manage my time better because I'm always going late to everywhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally I, me yeah. too. <laughs> and since we're talking about stress and our family lives and like what's our family like or do we have any pets and how does that play into like any time management and like in the topic of stress? Yeah, I can definitely take this one because I have a pet. I got her last year. So she's a bit of a pandemic puppy, right? Because I got her when she was about two months old. And uh, I was just like, this is going to be great. This is going to be wonderful. But then little did I know there's this thing called the puppy blues, a lot of people call it, where you're just caring for this small toddler-like being who needs your attention every five seconds. And it, it can be really hard because, oh, say you want to go hang out with your friends. No, you've got this puppy at home that needs you every single second of its life and depends on you, right? So <laughs> that was a little bit hard, but I think uh, it also made me be more present in the moment. So if I was ever feeling anxious, well, she's around. I got to make sure that she's okay uh, she's tearing up my couch. Yeah, I don't really have time to, you know, think about uh, a bazillion of things. So that was definitely kind of hard at first, but now a year later, she is absolutely wonderful. And sometimes I'll like talk to her about my day even, and you know, tell her uh, like the pros and cons of my day or. 
uh, introduce her to friends. So even my family, uh, they have just grown to love her so much. And I think it's really funny, the trope of, you know, immigrant families not really liking uh, pets or dogs particularly, too. But they've really grown to like her over the time. What's your dog's name? Hikama Rodriguez. Oh, that's beautiful. Of course. Yeah, like what Denise was saying, I could say the same thing because, I don't know, sometimes ranting to your pets is like something different, you know? They don't judge you. They don't say anything. Like I have a cat. His name's Silver. And I like sometimes when like he's home because like he comes in and out a lot. So he goes like out and then comes in. Um, I like rant to him. And he's over here like looking at me. And, like, I know he understands me, you know? <laughs> and, he, like, the only thing he does is meow. So, like, that's that's really cool. That's right. why having a pet is, like, a big flex, you know? Because you could just rat or, like, you know, have someone there, you know? Even though it's a pet, it's still a being. So, that's exactly. pretty cool. I even know that Diego has a few uh, few animals it's in his a home. cat with a mustache. Hey. He's got a mustache. And he wakes me up. So... I wake up uh, 4 a.m. to go to work, and on my days off, he sleeps with me, so he just got accustomed to waking at 4 a.m. So by 4 a.m., he's already just rubbing on me. He's like, hey, man, you got to go to work. <laughs> and it's, it's annoying, but he makes me feel happy because he just purrs all the time, and he's got a mustache. <laughs> hey, that's cool. Yeah. And he kind of helps you a little bit with that time management, waking you up early. Yeah, no, he really does. They, But my dogs are complete opposite to Denise's dog. Oh. Wow. My dog does not like me. Like it, he likes me, but he's like, I don't want to look at you, though. Yeah, is, like is he just not like a people person? Yeah, he's not a people person. Uh, my mom says it's it's weird because when I'm there, he gives me like he doesn't want to look at me or nothing. When I call him, he just ignores me, walks the other way. But when I leave, my mom says he waits by the door to wait till I get home. That's like, how they be, though. <laughs> That's how they be. He low key be missing you throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, probably. But I'm the only one who takes him outside. So when I get home from work and I have, let's say, like the YOLO program, I have to take them outside. I got a shower. And it's it's a hassle sometimes because I'm already tired. And then oh, my yeah. sisters don't take them outside. So I'm like, ah, time to do this again. Mm-hmm. And on the topic of like pets with families and, and our families, um, how is your family life like at home? Like how do you manage that through time management and with stress? Like do you communicate with your parents in the morning? Do you live on your own? Do you have a lot of siblings you have to take care of? It kind of falls under the like the categories of responsibilities as well. Well, for me personally, I still live with my mom and four sisters, but one sister is older, so she just be doing her own thing. But I feel like I got to coach my little sisters like, yo, make sure you wash the dishes because I get home and it's all dirty and I'm like, oh my God. I don't Like sometimes I don't want to deal with it, but I'm like, if I don't wash them, nobody else is going to wash them. And I don't want my mom to wash them because she already works and she's tired. Are you the oldest? Yeah, I'm the oldest. In the household, sense. I'm like the second oldest. But like I said, the, fir- the first oldest, she's doing her own thing. So she's like really never there. Right. So, yeah. No. How about you, Denise? No, totally. I mean, right now I currently live by myself. But that's because of the many stressors, I think, of living at home kind of causes. So just to get a little vulnerable here, I mean... Uh, I had to come back right when I basically graduated out to um, out to where my family lives, a northwest suburb. And there was just kind of it was kind of hard because you have to deal with everyone's wants and needs. And in my head, I was just like, oh, I really got to um, just live on my own and kind of experience that. So, yeah. 
Yeah, like for me, I still live with like my parents, obviously, but I have nephews too. So like I try helping them out sometimes with like their homework. And then I'm kind of just all over the place. Like I'm helping them with homework. Sometimes I'm not. Or sometimes I'm like telling them to chill with me while I'm doing my work. Or like my sister helps me out too. But like mostly I try to communicate to them like what I'm feeling or how my day was. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Uh, I'm really close with my sisters. So especially my sister who's closer to my age, I try to communicate with her during stressful times. Cause I feel like, you know, just especially living in like um, a Latin ex family, sometimes, you know, like things could be a little different in different households. And I feel like talking to my sister, that relationship with my sister allows me to just give me an outlet to like communicate my feelings and manage, especially during school. And um, following, continue our conversation about stress, let's talk with Sebastiana about how we can cope with that stress. Thanks for having me. We all know how stressful life can be, but let's talk about some places and things that bring us joy and help us navigate the tough days. I have a few questions to start the conversation. Do you all have a favorite park or outdoor space that brings you peace? I'll start first. My favorite park is Lake Catherine in Palos Heights. They have kayaking, canoeing, and a lot of land to go for walks and explore. Sitting sitting by the lake and catching a glimpse of the wildlife always brings me joy. So do you guys have a favorite outdoor space? Yeah, uh, my favorite outdoor space is the park that I grew up in. It's West Lawn Park. Uh, I went to school in that neighborhood, and it was just a place that I would hang out with my friends or hang out with my family. Um, there's, like, eloteros there, so I'd be going to, like, with my friends to go eat something. And uh, it was just a nice place that I feel like, um, at least for me, like, I would go there to just relax, like, especially on summer days, because summer days are my favorite. Um, and I would, like, write, like, in the park, like, or do my homework there just because it's, like, it's just a part of, like, my community. And it's something that's very familiar to me and, like, reminds me of home and my family. So I would say, like, that's a park in my neighborhood that I like to go to, like, de-stress. Yeah, I also have a park near where I live. It's called Harrison Park. I think a lot of people in the area know it. But my all-time favorite quiet place is probably Promontory Point. I absolutely love all the trees that are around, all the greenery, and you're right by the lakefront too. It's very difficult, I think, to find places near the lakefront where it isn't just concrete that meets the water. So that's really what sets that place apart. Sometimes I'll just go there with my dog and go ahead and read a book or, you know, just have some time for myself as well. Well, for me, I don't really have um, a favorite park to go to. I kind of just like wherever, like, there's grass and it's, like, really quiet. So I kind of just vibe with that. But what about you, Diego? Uh, I don't really have a place to go. Sometimes I go, like, far, like, in Chinatown. Mm. And, like, 20 minutes, my mom calls me. It's like, yo, I need you to get this for the house. So I'm like, oh, I got to go run to do it. So normally when I get out of work, I have to bike ride at home. And it's, like, seven miles. So it's really tiring. So I just sit, like, in the back steps. And I eat my sandwich because I know as soon as I go into my house, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to have to clean. So it just sucks. <laughs> but that's the place that I feel relaxed there, just my steps because the wind feels nice. Gives you a little me time before you yeah. have to go and do your responsibilities and stuff at home. Thank you all for sharing. Um, the next question is, are there any bookstores, thrift stores, or comic book stores, or even video game stores that immediately bring you comfort when you walk in? Um, my favorite bookstore is Myopic Books. It's in Worker Park. 
Um, the reason I like it so much is because there are a lot of random staircases and corners and nooks and crannies. Um, and every time I visit, I always feel like I'm being teleported in a new place. And I'm constantly finding new books and new authors that I've never even heard of before. So uh, that's where I like to go. Yeah. Uh, I think another one, too, that's pretty big in Pilsen is called Open Books. Open, Yes, I believe it's called Open Books, something along, along those lines. And there it's really cool because they have children's books that are free. Um, but then also there are books where you can buy them for whatever you can afford at the time. So I haven't been able to kind of look at the space just since they recently opened, but that's definitely something I would recommend. To be honest, I'm not even much of a reader. Um, I would like to get into reading more, but um, some, but a store that I really like to do, I like to go to a record store, um, different types. I like to go to Reckless Records. I like to go to Disc Replay. There's a bunch of them. I like to go to like local record shops, and they sell like video games too there and books, but I feel like that's a place that brings me comfort just because I love to listen to music, especially playing like physical copies of music. I feel like it just makes me, it's like in, I enjoy the experience more and it allows me to just stress. Yeah, adding on to that, how you mentioned thrift stores. <clears throat> thrift stores was like a really big thing in my life, and it still is. So every time like I go into a thrift store, I like find comfort in it because it brings me back to like when I was younger. Um, but yeah, I like a comic book store. It's on Loop, like right. It's, I forgot what it's called. I think it's like Loop Comic Book Shop, and I like going there because they're just random people I could talk to, and they know a lot about comics. And I don't really know about comics. I like comics, but I don't know like the the lore behind it so sometimes I'll be pulling up on random people and I'm like yo what's your favorite comic and they just be talking to me about it and I think it's cool because it's a cool place to hang out all right my next question is when you need a pick-me-up where do you go for coffee or a cozy drink I'm not a coffee drinker but I love Afro Joe's it's in Beverly um it's in walking distance to my house, so I get an opportunity to go outdoors, and they even have a lot of um, outdoor seating. And the people there, the employees and even the guests, everybody is so kind. It's really easy to strike up good you know, conversation every now and then, and it gets me the opportunity to interact with people when I've been cooped up in my house for too long. Yeah, definitely. I think another place near uh, Hyde Park, actually, it's called Carver's, and there you can get uh, tea, coffee, literally anything that your heart desires, and also be relatively safe that you have some healthy options, but then you have some unhealthy options, whatever you're feeling for the day. That was always a really good place that I would go to after a long run, even. And just to name another few places around Little Village or uh, Pilsen, um, or even Chinatown, Two Leisures is a wonderful wonderful uh korean slash french bakery place where you can buy your sweets or uh coffee whatever it might be even in little village there's a lovely place where you can get tiny little cakes called bonbon and of course panaderia nuevo leon those are some top favorites for me to be honest i might have to check that out i'm i'm really interested to go to those places oh yeah um I don't really go to any local coffee shops, even though I want to, though. But I usually just go to Dunkin' or Starbucks because it's super quick, especially on my way to work. But there is a place that I know, um, Ashbury Coffee House. It's in Willow Springs. It's in the Burbs. 
but um that's like a cute little coffee house like it's just really like aesthetically pleasing it's very like music love based that. and they also host local shows over there so if any of you are Ooh, into music or just live, live music, music and they also have like little book club readings there it's like super cool so if anyone nice. wants to check that out uh i don't really know any coffee shops or nothing i don't i like subway though it's cool i could just eat <laughs> subways i could eat subway all the time but play like a pick-me-up place that i like going to is the gym it's called handlebars gym so shout out to you <laughs> handlebars gym and it's like a gritty gym so when i go in there and somebody sees me on, on my phone like hey get get that out of here no phones so i'm like yeah good thank you because sometimes i'd be get, getting way too distracted on my phone and i realize that i'm here to do exercise so that place always ma- i always come out the gym feeling better so i don't know if, yeah it's tight yeah, I would say, like, for me, I personally really like boba. So my, I could say, like, my favorite boba place is called Joey. It's in um, Chinatown. Um, other than that, I mean, I would, like what Kayla said, I would, like, run to Starbucks or Dunkin' because it's, like, right around the corner for me. Um, but that's, like, one of my favorite places. And plus, you're, in the, you're, like, outside. So, like, they give you your boba outside. It's pretty cool. I love boba shops. Those are places that are the best. Better than coffee, low-key. <laughs> now you guys are talking about drinks and food i think that um comfort food is a good way to de-stress and just relax you after a long day too so are there any favorite places that you guys go to when you have a sweet tooth or just need a late night snack um i go to a place that i'm sure we've all gone to Seven Eleven. they're open all the time and they always have the perfect snack even when I don't even know what I'm craving, whatever I get there is always like exactly what I need. Um, a place that I go to is somewhere in West Lawn. It's uh, Panaderia. It's called La Fiesta, and I love getting their little slices of tres leches. That's my favorite dessert ever to eat, and it's like a snack that I always crave. Like anytime I'm sad or I'm mad about anything, I'm like, let me just get a slice of tres leches and I'll be good. <laughs> I really like going to Walmart to get Pop Tarts. Pop-tarts. And I just like walking around Walmart. But Pop Tarts, I could eat like two whole cases of Pop Tarts. <laughs> I'm sitting. I really like Pop Tarts. Yeah, I mean, I also love uh, going to convenience stores. If there's something you know quick that I want to go and get, I have a Walgreens or CVS super close by. Um, sometimes they even have fruit at these uh, convenience store places. So uh, that's definitely how I try to get my sweet tooth in. Yeah, like for me, I like going to like Walgreens, but that's mainly about it. All right. I hope this conversation was useful for everyone. Um, Thank you all for sharing. We hope you all have safe and fun places that bring you comfort. And if not, try some of our recommendations. Yeah. And just quickly, I want to put out there some of the resources uh, as well that we want to highlight. Uh, one resource is Brave Space Alliance. That is a first black-led, trans-led, LGBTQ plus group. Mujeres Latinas de Acción as well. They're doing some great work out there. And as well as domestic and sexual violence programs um, that are in the area that do court advocacy and counseling. I know Pilsen Alliance uh, is doing a lot of great work out there. And also some great running groups. Um, first, I really want to highlight why these resources are important. And that's because, you know, you might be going through a hard time and maybe going to your favorite places uh, isn't really helping you at the moment. So reaching out to any of these great organizations is really helpful. 
And another thing as well that, you know, has been shown through studies is running any type of exercise. And it can be really difficult to do that on your own. So I would suggest groups like Tortugas, Viento, Gumbo Fit, Seven on Sundays, and Three Run Chew. So I really, really love those programs just because you don't have to be alone. You can be with a group. So it's really great. So you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. This is What's Up, Too Stressed to Be Blessed. We'll be right back after these messages. Once again, you are listening to What's Up, Too Stressed to Be Blessed. You should be listening to Vox Populi by Diego, and that should be playing very soon. I ride my bike a lot. It's really my only reliable mode of transportation. It takes me to work, and it takes me back home. And I complain a lot about riding my bike, because it gets really tiring. And after a long day at work, I'm like, dang, I forgot I gotta ride my bike back home. So, it gets me mad sometimes. But when I'm not complaining about having to ride my bike, I truly do enjoy the experience. I see a lot of good things, I see a lot of bad things. I see a lot of people that look happy. I see a lot of people that look sad. And it's a really good reminder that other people have things that they're dealing with and I should be kind to everybody. With this audio piece, I just wanted to talk to everybody. I asked them a simple question. If you could describe to me in one word what stresses you out the most, what would that word be? Money. Deadlines. The unknowing. Money. World. Generational trauma. School. Bills. Rude customers. Not enough time. Monday. The future. My life. Balance. Transportation. People. America. Expectations. Oh yeah, that was all. I hope that made you remember that people go through things. So the best we could do is be nice. Because it don't cost anything to be nice. And one more thing. To everybody listening, especially you, Brian, you're the man. All right, so you just listened to a wonderful Vox Populi by Diego. And Diego isn't here right now, but we really love to hear these Vox Populis about what makes people stress just to make sure you know that you're not feeling alone, that there are some people out there that uh, get stressed out by money or all these different things as well. So on that same note in today's show, we've listened to some wonderful soundscapes and interviews. And in this next segment, we'll get to read some letters to our younger selves. So I just want to ask, is everyone buckled in? Because we're taking a blast to the past. So in a journal published by the National Library of Public Medicine, scholars noted that journaling can be as effective in having the same positive cognitive mental health benefits that therapy has on young adults. Furthermore, being able to connect and reflect with your past can help you understand why you react or behave the way you do in the present. In this portion of this show, I prompted some wonderful Yolo Cali students to write letters to their younger selves. So we encourage our listeners to think about maybe what you would write as well. So with that being said, we have some cute letters written by some of our Yolo Cali students. Mere, take it away. Dear younger self, I have good news. All the dreams and hopes you had come true. You went to college where you met people who built 
who built you up and added to your knowledge. We've traveled, we've traveled countries, and you made sure that you, that you culturally aware. Sure, we made mistakes, but if those mistakes led to where you are now, I think, I think you would be proud. We've learned ways to share boundaries and encourage others to do that as well. Oh, and that dog we always wanted as a kid, we got her too. Know that I will always carry you in my heart and we'll keep working to heal you. If there's any advice I have for you is to live in the moment with yourself. Savor your moments of being a kid and forgive, forgive yourself for those moments you couldn't deal with. You've got a wonderful life ahead of you and you ended up meeting some wild kids through Yolo Kali. Thank you so much, Mede. Thank you for reading that letter. Letter. I was actually the one who wrote that letter, and I think something important that I put in my letter is what I learned through a book called I Am Diosa that really talks about how to put up boundaries and, you know, how to practice it really so just a quick question i want to prompt you guys with is how do you guys try to put up boundaries either in your family or friend life uh i think for me growing up that was kind of hard because i feel like a lot of times my boundaries were always crossed um especially through like just traditions and the way like a lot of our families might be thinking but i feel like over time i've learned to just always stand my ground and always speak what's on my mind because it's like that's my boundary like you know i don't want nobody to cross my boundaries and like mess that up no matter who you are like with friends or families and it's like i feel like just always believing in yourself and like reminding yourself like you know to stand up for yourself i feel like just that reminder alone just always like lifts me up and at least like it just allows me to set boundaries with people. That's wonderful. What about you, Mene? Yeah, I can agree with Kayla. I mean, I'm still learning, and I'm still of trying course. to balance, like, boundaries with friendships and family and, you know, relationships in general. And I've learned that, obviously, speaking what's important in that time and what I feel at that time could really help me move on from things. And if the person doesn't understand it, just let it go and... You know, sometimes it wasn't meant to be, so you got to put it behind because we're too blessed to be stressed. That's what I'm saying. Thank you so much, Mede. I also just want to highlight that in this book by uh, Christian Gutierrez, the I Am Diosa book, she is a licensed therapist, and she talks about the importance of using I statements when setting boundaries. So, for example, sometimes my mom used to call me 10 times a week, and she wouldn't stop until I would finally answer. So when I was finally composed, I said something along the lines of, I feel anxious when you call me so much because I am often busy and cannot answer immediately. So I would like you to stop calling me every day or I will stop taking your calls entirely. So in the moment, that might seem a little bit harsh, but... I could have easily said something like, you're so annoying, mom, stop calling me, right? But that also leaves a door open to keep on arguing. So that's something to keep in mind. When you use I statements, it's more about um, how you're feeling in the moment and you're trying your best to not uh, you know, hurt the other person as well. So it's harder to deny someone's feelings. And if you do, like Mene said, you, know, you just got to move on from that. 
and enact your boundaries. So with that being said, Diego, can you take it away with our next letter that is filled with some wonderful adjectives? Um, be kind to yourself. Be patient, be loving, always be loving. Show love, express love, and allow yourself to feel love. You deserve love, you always have. Be gentle with yourself, firm with yourself, patient with yourself, and accepting yourself. Everything you work hard for will pay off. Never give up. Even when things get hard, eventually you'll realize that you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. You'll fall in love with yourself. You'll take care of yourself. You'll prioritize yourself the way you always had needed to. Our, dr our dreams have been too hard to accomplish because you already worked so hard for what you want. I do have something to admit though. We can get it through any we can get through anything that life throws at us. We must prepare to learn how to work through hard times. We unfortunately will suffer from from many losses, but you'll always remind yourself to keep going, even when it feels like our world is ending, like our world is over, and like we can't move on past it. Remind yourself that you'll be okay, because you will be. You'll always get through hard times. Just remind yourself, remain loving, show love, and give love, always. Great. Thank you so much, Diego, for reading that letter. And just to interview Kayla for a little bit, since that was her letter, um, I want to ask you, how did writing this letter make you feel? To be honest, it was really hard. <laughs> um, writing about like something to my younger self, I feel like it was just very uncomfortable and it was something I didn't want to do. It took me like days to even think about because it's like I feel like just sitting there and actually like writing down something to a younger version of myself. Um, it was it was hard. It was like kind of like sad a little bit, but I wanted to like, you know, tell myself good things because I felt like it was something that I definitely would have wanted to hear when I was younger. Right, right. And I can imagine it was probably a bit difficult for you, right? Just um, for me, I think if I had uh, written a letter when I was a bit younger, it would have been looking a whole lot more different. So um, it's it can be really helpful, I think, to also write this stuff out. So did you have any good positive effects that you think you felt after writing this? I did. I actually felt really relieved because I feel like, well, I love writing in general. I used to like write poetry and different stuff or little stories in like a journal just to like de-stress my mind. And I feel like writing this letter especially about myself and a younger version of myself it just allowed me to really reflect on things in life and also like appreciate like what's in front of me and the like how far I've come right right no and I mean I think your letter was so sweet and it gave me the warm and fuzzies and I can even imagine little Kayla receiving this and totally loving it so of course this is just a huge reminder to youth to be absolutely loving towards yourself you know um, it's also important to remember that when you have some bad thoughts and say something like oh I'm so dumb or oh I'm so gross for picking out this outfit right um, we're really quick to be hard on ourselves, and you need to treat your current self with your past self in mind, right? So in the way that you would never insult a child or someone that you completely love, 
it's really important to keep the same standards for yourself in these instances. So I want to ask the group, um, how do you try to ground yourself when you're maybe having negative thoughts about yourself? Um, I try to remind myself that it's it's just a moment and it's it's gonna be okay. You know, um, recently I have like had like really bad anxiety, um, so I have to constantly remind myself, you know, when I'm alone, that it's gonna be okay. You know, it's just a moment, like, and that you know. It's gonna, everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. And no matter what, like we've been coming a long way and we're gonna keep continuing coming a long way. And these are moments that, you know, I I really appreciate having like my highs and lows, mostly my lows, I really am thankful for them because it has helped me out a lot to like see a different perspective too. Of course, of course. No, I think that's that's great. And even to highlight this, uh, at some point, Mede brought in a affirmation poetry type book to our class. And although I maybe uh, joked around with her for a bit, I just see the complete importance in having these type of affirmative books because as a kid, you know, you're not a lot of people are often not taught to give yourself affirmations. You're very quick to give other people affirmations or compliments, but sometimes it can be really hard to, again, have that standard uh, for yourself. So I would even say when I have negative thoughts about myself, right, I always think of either how would my younger self um, react to something that I just said, or how would my little cousin react to this. So it's always important to keep those things in mind when you're speaking to yourself and possibly going through a hard moment. So uh, with that being said, I'll be reading this next letter. Hello. Dear younger me, there are so many things I want to tell you. It's hard to know where to start. Life can be so beautiful and at the same time, so hard. But you are strong enough to get through it all. I'll begin with this one simple decision. Don't grow up too fast. Slow down and be patient. You have so much life left to live. There is so much that God has planned out for you. But right now, enjoy this time in your life. Enjoy having your health and vitality because you will not have these things forever. Never waste a second wishing you were older or somewhere else in life. Treasure this time because it goes by too quickly. So thank you, Diego, for writing this letter. Uh, I think I really resonated with a lot of things um, but before we get into that, I just want to ask you, how did writing this letter make you feel? Mm, it made me have to actually sit down and think, because I rarely have time to sit down and think. So when you brought up this prompt to us, I was like, oh, this would be a perfect time for me to just talk with myself. And right. yeah, it just it was hard, but it, it would help me a lot, help yeah. me just be okay to be where I'm at. Of course, of course. I think it's, it's again, it's really hard to reflect on your current accomplishments and current uh, places that you are in life right now. It's very, very easy to get stuck in the moment and say, oh, 
X, Y, and person's doing this or X, Y, and person's doing that. Um, so on that note, did you imagine your younger self at all when writing this letter? Did you think of like past memories and maybe scenarios, visual scenarios when you were writing it? Oh, yeah, I definitely did. One major thing that I kind of regret, well, that I regret at times is, like I said, I didn't really go to classes because, mm. and I sometimes I wish, like, I I would have done really well in classes. All I had to do was focus, and I decided not to focus, so I regret that because I see my friends, oh, they're going to college, 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 and I I prevented myself from getting that opportunity because I didn't stay focused to my schoolwork. But that's one of the things that I have learned to be like, it's okay, because now I'm in YOLO. And of course. Stay the stuff. Yeah, exactly. No, and again, um, it can be so easy to compare ourselves to others through social media and then, you know, in turn, jeopardize our own mental health. Um, so, I mean, exactly, it really resonated with me when you said to never waste a second wishing you were older or somewhere else in life. I mean, I can speak about my own experiences with that. I really sometimes, you know, see other friends who are um, maybe got a new promotion or got a new job that maybe two years ago is something that I wanted. Um, and then I'll say, oh, like if I had been going down this other path, maybe my life would have been better or something, right? But I try to catch myself very quickly now and say, hey, like, don't even think about that. Like, if you hadn't gone through the hurdles and all these different things that you went through in your life, you wouldn't have these beautiful moments that you currently do. Maybe if I had gone down a different career path, I would have, you know, never had this beautiful, wonderful, crazy dog that I have at home. Um, or I wouldn't have met all of you guys, right? So I think it's really important to, again, just stay in the moment. And when you think about it, the hardships we conquer, you know, wouldn't have led to some of the most rewarding, happiest moments we have experienced. So uh, to the group, can you tell us a bit more about how we as youth can try to slow down and try to savor these moments? I feel like that's something I really struggle with, and I feel like a lot of times, because like, there's something that Diego said in his letter where like I'm always wishing about other things, like what could be happening in my life, or what if I was somewhere else in life, or you know, always wishing that maybe I, like if I was older, this and this would happen, you know? And I feel like I'm in the process of like learning how to enjoy life in the moment, and like Especially because, like, the way I was raised, it's, like, always, like, work, work, work this and do this. Like, you know, go to school and do this. And then, like, it's, like, always, like, I'm always doing something for what's coming next, which isn't the wrong way of thinking. But at the same time, I do feel, like, especially, like, the younger you are, that could be very stressful. And I feel like just me, like, trying to savor every moment, um, I try to remind myself, like, you know, it's okay to, like, go out and have fun. It's okay to, like, you know, see your friends. It's okay to even rest because I feel like that's something that we need, especially um, as youth. And even, like, sitting down here and having this conversation, like, us talking about these things in general is really important. And I feel like a lot of youth... Um, I guess we're all in like the process of like learning how to manage that and how to work through that and and just how to appreciate every single moment in life. Right, right. Um, 
I'd like to turn this question over to Mede too. How do you try to slow down? Because I know, you know, you're juggling robotics, JROTC, your classes, your locale, all these things. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Well, most of the time I try to balance it, you know, by like communicating a lot. So like for robotics, I sometimes will show up and I'm like, you know, something came up or I have to do this. So I feel like communicating is something that I'm still working on, but it's definitely taking me somewhere. And, um, you know, I would say, like, I agree with Kayla. Like, sometimes you really do need to put a stop or a rest to it. And it's okay, like, even though you're you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you sometimes really got to rest and give yourself a break because there's only so much, how far and so much that we can go. Um, but yeah, I say like communication is something that has been helping me and that I'm also trying to learn too. But um, right. yeah. I agree with you, Mere. So, um, communication is something that I'm definitely learning how to do. Just communicating how you feel or communicating like with your peers, you know, because it's like imp- it's important to have those conversations. And sometimes it is hard to open up about stuff or about things that are happening in our lives, you know, like so many of us are going through so many things and we're coming from like different types of families and experiences and I feel like just coming together and learning how to communicate is something that's very important to like a youthful experience you know oh definitely definitely and with that note uh, we have our final letter written by another Yolo Cali student so dear younger self if only there was a magical way of going back in time I'd tell you so many things to help you navigate your childhood. I know it's scary growing up and confronting new situations in your life. I just want to tell you over and over that everything you feel is valid and nothing to be ashamed of. Now, although you may feel alone, just know that you will eventually meet amazing people and friends who genuinely care about you and what you have to say. Step by step, you'll break out of your comfort zone and explore more parts of your inner and outer world. You'll finally take that scary step towards seeking help and slowly learn how to open up about what has been stuck inside. I just want to tell you that things take time. Be patient with yourself and don't feel ashamed for being you. An advice that I'd like to leave you with is something I just learned about. Now, I know that you are an overthinker and you get overwhelmed with your thoughts. But learn how to watch your thoughts. Think of thoughts as leaves floating down a stream. Imagine a beautiful, slow-moving stream. Once in a while, A big leaf drops into the stream and floats away down the river. Imagine you are sitting beside that stream on a warm, sunny day, watching the leaves float by. Now become conscious of your thoughts. Each time a thought pops into your head, imagine that it is writing on one of those leaves. The point is to just stay beside the stream and allow the leaves on the stream to keep flowing by. Don't try to make the stream go faster or slower. Don't try to change what shows up on the leaves in any way. 
just watch a thought come into your mind, write it on a leaf, and let the leaf float away down the stream. So I'd really like to thank the Yolo Cali student who submitted this letter. I think it was just filled of wonderful uh, symbolism, right, with this stream. And I think something that youth can take away from this letter is how you can watch your thoughts from afar and how that can help with overactive thoughts that may become intrusive. So staying in the moment can be really difficult, kind of like we just recapped, but imagining your thoughts as leaves going down a river, I think is absolutely beautiful. Another technique psychologists have recommended to stay present in the moment is to say three things out loud that you can touch, see, smell, or hear. So by being able to use your senses, it can often ground your thoughts and help you understand that you're doing okay. These themes are very similar throughout those letters. And so those letters uh, really just took us back to our past. By being able to reflect and journal on our past, it can become easier to put our thoughts at ease and stay in the moment. And kind of like we spoke about as well, youth struggle with school, grades, family, extracurriculars, etc. So it's especially important for you all to take care of your mental health and to ask for help from trusted adults. If you're struggling with a mental health issue, we would like to urge you to call 988 to speak with a certified crisis counselor. And as well for LGBTQ plus youth, reaching out to the Trevor Project is also a great tool for mental health services. And we would also please like to remind you that you are not in this struggle alone and that you are very loved in the end. Does anyone have any remaining thoughts about these letters? I just want to say that listening to these letters and just the experience of doing the letters, I feel like it has been very therapeutic for me, at least. Um, especially because it's like, it's interesting to hear other people's experiences and, you know, how they want to communicate to the younger selves. And it just really opened my mind. And I just, I really liked the concept of the letter. I feel like it was very, it was a beautiful way to like reflect in the past and like make us appreciate life in the moment and definitely still trying to savor the moments that we have in this life because we should, especially because a lot of us are young. Right, definitely. Mede or Diego, any feelings that you have about these letters? Definitely it helped me, like what Kayla was saying, like it helped me like not see but hear what other people like how they would heal their younger selves or maybe this helped them heal a bit um, more. I didn't write a letter, but if I did, it definitely would have been along the lines like, you know, it, it's okay and we're still growing and we're going to learn from mistakes that we have done. Um, but definitely, I mean, it kind of opened my eyes to something different. Obviously, like having conversations here with um, you guys and like hearing how these things would have helped you heal when you were younger, I feel like it's it's going to help me out too, you know? Because I'm the youngest one here. I'm the youngest one right. in the radio, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I would like to thank everyone, you know, who wrote a letter. Like, you know, you are sending a really powerful message out there. And, 
you know, not only your younger self needed to hear this, but, you know, someone out there listening really needed to hear this too. Right. That's that's so beautiful of you to say, Mede. Thank you so much. We are listening to WLPN Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio. We just had some great conversations and interviews with Sebastiana and Kayla, and we'll be back after these messages. So thank you for tuning in and listening to WLPN LP Chicago. This is 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. This is What's Up? Too Blessed to Be Stressed. So, like I said, we just talked with Kayla, Sebastiana about some wonderful places or ways to de-stress. And we heard a wonderful soundscape from Mede as well and listened to Diego's Vox Populi. And so, as well, uh, we, of course, just listened to some letters that some of the Yolo Cali students wrote in and in this hour we will be dedicating some songs with affirmations and also speak of some of the significance of listening to music so this first session is going to be mine I really chose some songs that uh, have really resonated with me during sometimes I don't feel too great um but this first one, I dedicate this song particularly to any youth that is having a bad day or week and just know that at 24 years old, I promise it will get better. This is a letter to my younger self. a letter to my younger self and for this next one if you are stuck in traffic or got cut off by a car driving on two wheels in a prayer i need you to inhale and exhale (sighs) remember that a person's actions say more about them than you for the next time a car cuts you off remember that this next song by this artist is talking about staying in the present was no vuelvas a mirar atrás and for this next one if you're currently missing an elder relative i recommend giving them a call and saying hey what's up we often get caught up in our own minds and if you've ever been called mija i dedicate this song to you Everything the sun touches is yours. Don't focus on this place, nah. 
Dream bigger than anything, then focus on that race. You were meant for big. Yeah, I'm talking real loud. Got me feeling like your dad, real proud. Nice. So I absolutely love this song. However, this next song is really about understanding how you may need to take things slow and understand you may need to ask for help sometimes. Sometimes you might ask, can I eat away the sleep? Can I avoid the pain I'm going through? Solange says no in this next song. And also, I would recommend taking yourself out on a date or getting some, going to some free events. Maybe even check Lighthouse's IG page for some of their events for Black and Indigenous LGBTQ plus folks in the area. This is Cranes in the Sky by Solange. Put one in the air. I tried to dance it away. I tried to change it with my hair. I am a credit card below. Now, do I wish I could hit those notes from Solange? This last song really leaves a calming but empowering attitude for the rest of the day. Some affirmations that come to my mind are, I am enough, I am okay, and I can get through this day. If you're listening to this today, I really recommend journaling some affirmations that might resonate with you. I know for me, it can be really difficult to say these things out loud since it might seem infantile, but when you think about it, it's really just a history of maybe never giving yourself uh, affirmations. So this last song is made by an indigenous woman and her music style really helps to bring your heart rate down and take your time kind of slow. were the end of my songs next up is diego with his selections hello hello um the first song that i'm gonna play is called blue worlds by mac miller this song helps me a lot when i'm feeling down since it's so upbeat and it's a great song so i dedicate this to all my gente caliente Might just turn around the 180. I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no babies. Devil on my you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. This is What's Up. Too blessed to be stressed. We're going to take a short break and be right back. We're back. You're listening to What's Up. Too blessed to be stressed. In today's show, we've talked about our favorite places to go when we're feeling stressed and some methods of alleviating stress our past half hour have been filled with music jams that are meant to relax yourself and give yourself some affirmations we will continue with the next half hour so the next song that i picked is called righteous minds by joey badass and it's a cool song i I love to listen to it when i'm on the train because it just fits the vibe of the train to me and it fits the vibe of chicago to me and so i hope that wherever you are you could 
enjoy the art that's around you while listening to the song. You guys still tune in? If you are, I want to give a big thanks to Denise and Diego, but we're not done just yet. Kayla, take it off. I dedicate this next song to anyone who needs a little extra love today. Give love and show love to those beautiful souls in your life, and don't forget to show yourself some love too. Now we have Love Song by The Cure. For this next song, here's a throwback for you 80s babies, a song that will brighten up your day while you're at work, going for a walk, taking a trip to the grocery store, or chilling with your friends. I also usually put on this song when I'm about to start my homework or take a shower, and it's the perfect vibes to relax your mind, which is always well-deserved. That last song was Lips Like Sugar by Echo and the Bunnymen. And for the next song that we have, it's a beautiful instrumental that can flood different thoughts to your brain or allow yourself to feel numerous emotions. And if any of you in, and if any of y'all are in need of a song that will help distress your mind, this one's for you. It's called Um Dia Lo Sol by Chicano Batman. <laughs> Now, this next song is a song that I feel releases good vibrations on this calm, gloomy day. And I'd like for y'all to remind yourselves that you deserve to rest, you deserve peace, you deserve to have a good day, and to make sure to prioritize yourself and do something you enjoy today. Maybe watch a movie, eat your favorite snack, visit a friend, or make a playlist. And feel free to put this song in your playlist.
and that was Kayla's music selection. So shout out Kayla because I'm gonna definitely put some those songs on the playlist. And last but not not least, we got Meta, and she's gonna play some songs for us. For this next song, I would want to take it slow to close the second half hour of the show. If you're feeling down, we would recommend listening to slow or instrumental music to try to ground you. Another resource you can reach out is to NAMI, which also specializes in youth mental health services. And the helpline you can reach out is 833-626-4244. this last song i would like to dedicate it to all of you tuned in i would like to read all of you before we begin this quote my worth is not dependent on an action my value is not tied to a performance even if i accomplish nothing today i am worthy and loved for simply being me i hope this helped you out you can also check headspace if you need another hand on another hard day love yours Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. Love yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing. No such thing. Heart beating fast, letting you know that he alive. So that was my songs and affirmations for all of you listening out there. But moving on, sadly, we have to come to an end. Should we recap? That was a really great experience, I think. For me, this was my first show. My name's Denise again. Um, How do you guys feel about this? That's amazing. Denise, congrats. Um, This makes me so happy for you. Um, And honestly, I feel so much better that this is like, we just got this over with and we literally de-stressed while talking about stress. That's very true. How about you, Diego? Well, I did enjoy the experience. I'd like to thank all of y'all for talking about your personal lives. It was really motivating and uplifting, so y'all deserve a pat on the back. Especially you, Denise. You ran the show, your first show. Mm. Yeah, shout out to Denise for her first hey, show. Hey. I don't know about that. I don't know about all of that, but, well, that's all. Oh, that also, we, oh, we want to thank Kayla on the controls. That's true. That shout, out shout out to her. Swag Nation. It's great. Thank you, and that's all that we have on our end. You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio. And that's the conclusion of our program. Brought to you by the fine folks at... Oh, not you again. No. And yo, who let her back in? (laughs) And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed whatever it is you just heard. Heartwarming interviews, tear-jerking stories, magnificent music, and the sound of our voices. Because God knows that this is the best content on the airwaves. Don't forget to follow YOLO on all their social medias at YOLO Kali. And you can find all our audio content on SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Apple Podcasts. We bougie like that. Well, that's it. Bye. See you next Saturday from 12 to 2 p.m. for another episode of What's Up? What's Up? What's up?